This is part one of a two-part series we've done on starseeds in Atlantis and the dark story behind these practices. We look at the ties to white supremacy, the history of how these concepts went from Greek mythology to a modern day problematic practice. I hope that you'll stay tuned and listen to this. Our hope is to educate and start a conversation. Let's talk about what intuition really is. Let's look at all the places intuition and ego show up in your life. Let's share honestly. Let's do the research. I'm Jamie Hayhurst. I'm Heather Wood. This This is the Intuitive Intuitive Girls Guide. Hey, Jay. Hey. We have a doozy today. (laughs) We do. I could not sleep last night. I I was thinking about it so much. We've been talking about this episode like in theory for years and Uh I don't know why we never did but here we are here we are (laughs) let me tell you what we're going to talk about and Mm -hmm. then we have to talk about talking about it correct so we're this episode is about star seeds and Atlantis because they kind of go together they do and if you're here just because of that title this might not be exactly what you think it's going to be but I would love for you to like hang out please stay and listen because that's who we made this for correct you like and it's okay to make mistakes but you have to take accountability once you have the opportunity to learn more which right and which is like what this whole podcast has become about yeah so in this industry (laughs) there's this huge problem and I feel like I feel a little bit like a broken record when mm-hmm. I say this, but it makes me like, it, I go to like zero to a hundred about it now. Like I right. can feel my eyes getting all like, Classy. Yeah, yeah, because I'm getting worked up about it. Right. And the problem is that we keep taking a concept and teaching it without educating ourselves or looking further into it or making sure we understand the origin of it. Right. And then we pass it on and the next person does the same thing and the same thing and the same thing. And ignorance can only be an excuse for so long and so far. Like you have to be checking what you're teaching and what you're passing on and what kind of energy you're opening yourself up to. Well, I mean, the second that you're teaching something or sharing, it's you then take on the responsibility of what you're sharing. So like if you find something online or from an influencer or a tarot deck or whatever that you think is cool, Mm -hmm. that's one thing. Yep. Right, you don't you don't have to research that if you don't want to. You I should, guess. but you don't have to. I mean, right. yeah, I guess you don't have to. You should, but the second that you start like sharing that information on social media mm-hmm. or teaching it, especially if you're taking money for that, yeah. then you do have a responsibility to be fact checking, researching. Yeah, I can't even get into a comfortable position. I know. I you're squirming. Like Usually, that's me. Yeah. Well, yeah. it's me. but you're absolutely right and also it's like I've talked a lot about like there are things that I did six seven years ago that I'm like oh that was not right yeah you know and you can go like well my intentions were good or Mm -hmm. I didn't know but you still have to go I won't do that again and let me call out that that wasn't right but we're there's this weird combination of things going on yeah about and it's not just about star seeds in Atlantis. It's all and how really not good of a topic that is and how we should not be promoting that. And, and no, not no. at all. Like we'll get into all of that and why. But there's this issue with like the patriarchy wins in two ways mm-hmm. in this industry. And it's really frustrating because they're they're both opposite ends of the spectrum. They win by saying that pagan culture or witchcraft and all of this stuff is like the devil's work. And, you know, it was, you know, even when people talk about the Salem witch trials, Mm -hmm. they were just murdering women. Women. Like, no, like, in real pagan culture, there's no devil, and there never was. That's a Christian concept. Like, all of this was just persecution of women and control of people. Correct. And so... And colonization. And colonization, absolutely. So when you then bring a lot of that aesthetic and energy into Mm -hmm. this industry Mm -hmm. it's difficult now i'm not saying you can't have a good time and dress up as a witch for halloween but like 
there's a line somewhere that you, you don't want to that like I found creators talking about this stuff, mm-hmm. the Starseed Atlantis stuff, talking about how you can hex people with demons. What? Yeah, like it's no Ugh. like so they win that way because yep. you start to believe this really false narrative and this yeah. incorrect history. It's this like hyperbolic this. archetype of like yes. what a witches or what like yes what magic or intuition is it's this it's, it's this like really yeah. exaggerated yes trope yes and it's done on purpose correct to hide what it really was all's which meant was expert i know that's not as fun but like i know you can still do like a goth aesthetic and yeah. and be a witch like all of that stuff is completely fine no i'm i dress up as a witch every home i love uh, yes there's absolutely nothing wrong with that right. but there is there is a win when you're it's like you even ageism you can still connect to like the crone witch archetype with women like there's so much that's still in this industry like that right. that's really upsetting yep and then when you add in on the other side of this People not doing the work who mm-hmm. are in the industry and promoting ideas of white supremacy, spoiler mm-hmm. alert, that's what the Starseed and Atlantis stuff is, then you, it's like both sides are attacking and it makes me crazy. Well, and, and not to like, uh, this is going to be a while. This episode is... It, Get comfortable. Right. So like, I'm not trying to like drag us off on side tangent, but like when people are saying like, why are you always talking about... To me, they say it. <laughs> like, yeah. Why are you talking about white supremacy on this like this podcast about intuition? Right. Because it's a huge. Because problem. they're tied. Yeah. Exactly. Because the things that like are tied to the things that suppress intuition, the things that suppress women, those all stem yeah from patriarchy and white supremacy. Yeah. They're, they're very, very, very deeply tied as both the aggressor and the victim right do you know what i mean like and so you cannot talk about it without addressing it especially if you're two white women talking about it you have an extra responsibility to be addressing it Mm -hmm. so i 100 agree i hope that everyone can listen to this and really pay attention and really like maybe you've never done anything with starseed stuff Mm and Atlantis stuff. Maybe maybe you have, maybe you haven't. It doesn't matter, but please yeah. still listen and hear this because the lesson applies to everything. Right. And you're going to see like how patriarchy and white supremacy have hidden themselves yeah. in this concept. And then once you see that, you can see where it happens in so many other places and then you're so even if you don't care about star seeds or you have never heard of it, yeah. It's it's going to be a lesson that you can apply kind of like across the board. Absolutely. Well said. And like this stuff in our industry is like, it's again, we're not fighting it from one angle. No. It's permeated everywhere. Right. Like it's in the pores of everything. So you have to, you have to really take a look at it. You can't just go like, oh, okay. Like right. this one dimensional way you right. have to watch out for patriarchy here. No. It's, <laughs> it's everywhere. It's insidious. It's going from the outside. Yeah. into your life it's coming from the inside of your life out to the world like patriarchy yeah. is literally yeah everywhere yes exactly. everywhere exactly okay okay so i also have to say the other thing that makes me ragey mm-hmm. maybe ragey is not the right word it gives me a lot of pause okay and it's that it, i actually marco polo you about this while i had curlers in my hair <laughs> and i ranted to you much to your entertainment. It was awesome. Yeah. <laughs> there are, there's not much information. Not a lot of people are looking into this mm-hmm. and writing about this and warning about this and doing the work and going like, why is this a continued pattern? Why does this keep coming up? Why is this happening? Like, why are we still letting this be promoted? What's going on that people are getting sucked into these dangerous ideals mm-hmm. and then thrown down a pipeline? Because yeah. this is this is the a, a very beautiful woohoo entrance to a very scary pipeline. Yeah, the woo to Q pipeline. Exactly. Like QAnon. Conspirituality. Exactly. Right. This is a very lovely aesthetic way right. to suck you in. Yep. And there are, there were not, there was not much about this. I had to work very hard to research it because people haven't. Well, no. And I think that that's part of like when you're working in or 
if you're part of, like you said industry, but some people think of it as like their lifestyle right. or whatever, like this sort of spiritual wellness. Maybe it's your belief system, whatever, however you frame whatever that. Whatever it is. Yep. Like mm-hmm. when you, when you're a part of something that's shunned mm-hmm. by like capitalism and like American culture, mm-hmm. it's easy for there to be no checks and balances. Well, that's a really good point that like when you're sort of like the anti-establishment. Right. You then have no rules. You have no, there's no, no checks and balances. Right. There's no regs. Like, right. right. Like, and you know me, I'm not saying there should be a million rules about something. No. But there, there shouldn't, it shouldn't be like the Wild West. It shouldn't be like every man for himself. People can say whatever they want with mm-hmm. no responsibility. And mm-hmm. that's where this topic is in that territory of like. People yes. just say whatever the fuck they want to say. Yes. And they, they don't care who it hurts or who, who it throws down that pipeline. Yeah. It happens every day. Every day. Yeah. I mean, there are people with millions of followers mm-hmm. that I'm finding when I was looking through. Like, it's it's crazy. Right. And when you – I hope that you go and, and research it further. I hope mm-hmm. this inspires you to do that. Mm-hmm. But what I'm going to tell you is going to happen is you're going to read so many different takes and opinions yeah. with not a lot of fact. And you're going to relate to a lot of it. Yeah. Even when you're looking at criticism of it though, yeah. there's not, yeah. where's the facts about, about what this really is and where this started right. and who invented it? Right. Because I'm going to tell you my best guess of where it comes from, mm-hmm. but I, I don't know. I could right. not figure it out. Right. And I'm a good researcher. Right. Like, right. why is that the case? I, it really feels to me like a lot of this is hidden on purpose. Mm-hmm. So I don't know, maybe we just stumbled into like a place that's not going to be fun for us, but I mean, it won't be the first time. No. Yeah. yeah no, that's fine. <laughs> We're fine there. Yeah. But we... As long as you can moderate the social media comments, oh, yeah. I'm fine with it. <laughs> it's, I, I don't mind that. Yeah. It's, it's just, and you know, also I don't mind if people have a different opinion. I like people having different opinions. If I was saying like, if you don't agree with everything we say, we're not interested in talking to you, then I would be just as dangerous Correct. as the people we call out. Correct. I do want to hear that. But if you're going to come in with your like weird right wing propaganda, you're like notes from telegram. Yeah. And I you're don't care. And you're going to like cite stuff that isn't real. Mm-hmm. And you're going to like, stand up for someone who is actively hurting people, then I'm completely uninterested. Right. You're not even looking for a conversation. No, you, no, exactly. You're not, that doesn't meet our standards. No. Do better. Yeah. Please. Okay. <laughs> so one of the things that we're going to get into in this is that the, the Atlantis and Starseed stuff, it, it's been around for a while. It's not new. Right. It's sort of always, you and I discussed this. It always sort of is around. Mm -hmm. It's always, there's always someone you know, at least for us, that's into it. It's in the periphery always. Yes. Right. But things happen in the world Mm -hmm. and all of a sudden it becomes very popular Popular. and big. Mm -hmm. And I was very, I actually wrote down shooketh. I I wrote that (laughs) in my notes at how cyclical this really is. Right. You see something like illness or war, okay? Or plague. Plague, illness, yeah, exactly. Like COVID maybe, but mm-hmm. other things too. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you see racism, you see patriarchy, and right. you see a lack of understanding of psychology and how people's brains work. Yep. And you see this combination. And for some reason, everyone goes, okay, we're in this cycle. Let's grab Starseed and Atlantis stuff. Right. And start using that as the vehicle to promote racism and to promote white supremacy and Mm -hmm. to promote patriarchy. Right. Like it's, it's amazing to me. Well, I mean, I'm sure you're going to get to it, but it it makes sense that in in times of upheaval, people look for things to grasp onto that make them feel safe. Yes. And if you can say, oh, I'm a star seed. I'm I'm an alien. That's what you're saying, by the way, but we'll get to that. This so this doesn't apply to me. Right. Like I'm above this. I'm better than this. I vibrate at a higher frequency than this. Then that, that doesn't bo- then this can't touch me. Right. That element is not surprising to me. No. That that sort of thing happens cyclically. Right. What's surprising to me is that no one has has written about it or talked about it or gone like, Oh look, like I shouldn't have found zero articles about this. Right. I just, I think star seed and like saying you're from Atlantis, like I think it's so laughable 
yeah. to someone outside of this community. Right. That it does. I don't even think it hits people's radars. Which is so unfortunate. About. And yeah. this is why it gets us so worked up when right. people are doing like the shitty stuff in this industry because it makes people dismiss it. Yes. And then these very dangerous things come, come in. Exactly. Yeah. And it's a psychology thing. We'll get to it. I'll explain to you why people are so susceptible yeah. to these kinds of beliefs. It mm -hmm. has a, a psychological name. Mm -hmm. But like, it's disturbing to me that I'm one of the first people talking about it. Yeah. We are one of the first yeah. groups of people talking about it. I right. could not find anything. Right. That's wild and a problem. It is. A huge problem. Definitely. Okay. My very best guess of where the term starseed comes from mm -hmm. is from a 1976 novel called The Gods of Aquarius by Brad Steger. Okay. If you, you might have heard something else. I, I, there's so many people going, I think this was the first time. I think this is where the starseed thing, like, mm -hmm. So I don't know, but based on what I could find for facts and like what was going on at the time and like how people were interpreting things, I think this is where Starseed gets really mainstreamly associated with woohoo, higher being stuff. Okay. Do you have a definition? I have many definitions. Okay. But I just want to say Brad Steger went on to write a bunch of books about this concept and he also writes that Atlantis is a, a powerful civilization and that star seeds are descendants of alien beings. Yes. So there, again, there are lots of other references to star seed and to Atlantis. We're going to talk about it. That happened before 1976. Mm -hmm. But to me, the framework of the descendant of an alien being from Atlantis, that makes you a star seed. Like that seemed to be here for me. Okay. okay. I realize that not everyone cares so much about exactly where something comes from, but I think you should. No, I think you absolutely should. So. If you don't know where something comes from. And you're teaching it. disseminating information, then you don't know what you're learning. Yeah. Like you need to know the motivations behind the creation of something. Exactly. So like you said for the definition, the basic definition is that you're a descendant from, you're an alien being. Mm -hmm. And you're a descendant from Atlantis or you have Atlantan, Atlantean DNA. Okay. Mm -hmm. Now there's other things too. You might've heard of like Ploidians. Pleiadians. And like, Pleiadians. Thank you. Yeah. Like. That's what I was going to say. So yeah. there are people who think that they're from different. From this planet. Different planets. So you could be a star seed. Like some people would say star seeds are only from Atlantis, but some people would say star seeds could be from all these other planets. Like there's no. Like you said before, it's the Wild West. Everyone's right. saying different things. Like, I can't tell you exactly what it means. But I think if you take the idea that you're from Atlantis or another planet, right. and you think that your soul incarnates on another planet as a higher being, but this time it's come here to be an earthly being. Right. So it gives this impression that you're somehow... Better, better than everybody more advanced but it also gives you a beautiful excuse as to why it's so hard to exist in this life right it's not your fault it's not anybody's fault it's because you're better than everyone right. that's way better than the truth which is which is that you're a super empathic super intuitive human living on a planet that is Sucks. suffering like like you, the way you operate, the way you're designed is to feel all the things and right. you live in a civilization where it feels like most of the people don't care. And they don't support those feelings or abilities. Yes. And you're also living in a patriarchal society and like, of course you're not going to feel like that's right, but that's what's, that's what's right about you. Mm -hmm. That's what's great about you. But you can see how the, the, the leaps, the mental leaps aren't actually that big. I get it. Because like, if you're, if you're saying like we say mm -hmm. that you're a soul that cycles and comes yes. back to learn lessons. Yes. What's the difference between saying that to saying like, well, you just come from a yes. different planet. Yes. Like it, it's not a, it's not a huge logical leap. It's if you are, if you already have your foot in the door. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Right. You know? Okay. So if you're hearing that, you're probably going, well, that doesn't sound so bad. Who cares if people think they're aliens? Correct. And we're going to get into this more, but the problem is that 
this starseed Atlantean thing comes from a history of white supremacy. So when you look at what you're actually promoting, right. the idea of this, like these higher beings in Atlantis. Now, when you actually look into Atlantis, Atlantis was like supposedly part of earth yes. that sunk. Right. So it doesn't really make sense to me that you're you also an alien planet. from it. So again, Correct. again, wild west, Plot holes. Which <laughs> plot holes? Which which is it? Okay. Right. But let's let's say it's either one. That the civilization that you were from was at, was Atlantis, and it was here, and it sank, and it was destroyed. But it was higher beings. This mm -hmm. comes from Greek mythology, by the way. Yeah. Okay. So let's say that is true. The this was Greek gods. Right. So you're saying that you're coming from a god who was white. And who, right, exactly. And who was better than everyone. More powerful. And then this concept has gone on to be used, and we'll get into it, by even Hitler. Like, this is a concept that people keep recycling to, right. like, activate and to use and to put out into society their white supremacist ideals. And that's not to say that it began as an idea of, of a tool of white supremacy. No. Like, like, every story that comes from pagan times, which just means pre-patriarchy, pre Yep. Organized religion. Yep. It's just a way for people to like sort of organize information or yeah. understand what's happening around them. Yeah. Or tell a story. Yes. Right? That's Greek mythology. Yes. We're not saying the Greeks were like white supremacists. And, no, you know they were I mean? not. They were not. But because there's such a misunderstanding right. of mythology that, right. in general, <laughs> that people are like, then oh, they take it. this really happened. Correct. And they use it. It would be like me when I was a little kid, I invented, you know, how when you're like you're doing like play, make believe play, yeah. you invent stories. Yes. This won't be shocking to you, but I love to create like alternate, like these different egos and these characters and stuff. <laughs> I decided I was a, a far descendant of the real Sleeping Beauty. Oh, I love that for you. That is the same thing <laughs> as saying I'm from Atlantis because yes. the fairy tales and Greek mythology are the same thing. Correct. Mythology of any kind and a fairy tale is the same thing. Right. I'm not talking about the Disney version. I'm talking about the real, actual one. See our episode on fairy Thank tales. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so it... It's kind of maddening. I feel yeah, I feel like I'm getting very frustrating. Worked up again. I think you're frustrated. I'm very frustrated. Yeah. Because we've been saying it. Yeah, and it's been happening for so long and like the yeah. pieces aren't really coming together. Yes. Okay. I I want to talk to you about how there's a difference in people using this to like not even try to hide that they're promoting white supremacy. Right. And some people, I'm going to talk about one person in particular, very popular in the woohoo world. Yeah. Who uses it. And there's no connection in what she's doing and what she's saying and what she's promoting, but it's still a mistake. So there's like different levels of, yeah. of a crime here, in my opinion. There's different levels of intent. Yeah. But I think I need to like take five deep breaths <laughs> and sip some water. So let's take a quick break okay. and we'll come back. We'll be right back after this short break. Hey y'all, it's Jamie with a little shameless self-promotion. We've had a lot of people reaching out asking about distal Reiki, so I wanted to let you all know that yes, you can book a session with me. If you'd like some distance Reiki, get in touch with me and we will set it up for you. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. with podcast listening a uh, great cup of coffee from a great coffee shop yep beans roasted in-house amazing baristas you know where i'm talking about restoration coffee can we go yes i need an americano and maybe a panini too Ooh, i need blueberry maple latte and probably a resto bowl Ooh, yeah check them out and visit restoration-coffee.com
talk about what we're obsessed with this week. Okay, Heather, this might be too much of like a, <laughs> too much of like a woohoo obsessed. Oh, that's not what I, I thought you were going to say. Usually I like choose an obsessed. It's like a, a deviates a little from our, our main topic. Oh, so okay. We can take a little break. I see what you're saying. I'm just going to throw us right into I don't, I think it would be too much of a whiplash, honestly, <laughs> in this episode to take any kind of a different break. I actually had another topic. Okay. And then this thing happened. I'm excited to hear about it. So... I woke up this morning. Yeah. I went to get dressed. Yeah. And, you know, I have to get dressed, take my kids to school, come here. Like this whole, it's like a whole thing. So I'm getting Wait, dressed. it's not just a whole thing. It's, it's hectic. It's during a, like rush hour, busy time. <laughs> you have to drive all, it's not like a straight line. No, it's not. You take, it, you're in the car for like hours by the time you get here. It's still early morning. Right. Okay. So I had like an outfit plan so I could just like get dressed, go. Yeah. But so I woke up and I opened my closet yeah. and I went to grab this cardigan I had in mind. Yeah. And I saw this sweatshirt okay. was sitting there and I was like, hmm. Okay. Oh, stay with me. I'm with you. And I was like, oh, Emma, Emma, my daughter, must have found this, this hoodie because we couldn't find it. Oh, okay. For like, we bought this hoodie in July. Mm-hmm. My family always were always stealing each other's hoodies. It's just like something okay. we do. Okay. So we each like wore like a little bit, maybe for like a week, and then it literally disappeared. Interesting. And, and everyone's like, "Where's that hoodie? Where's that hoodie? Where's uh -huh. it? We, it's brand new. I want to wear it. It's soft on the inside. <laughs> we all have sensory issues." <laughs> and I was like, I don't, "It must be lost." Like it literally, I was like, "It's gone. I don't know." It's yeah. Mm -hmm. And and I opened it, and it was there in my like right in my line of sight. In with my sweaters. And I was like, oh, I must have found it. Yeah. And then immediately I was like, no. Like my brain was like, no, that's not what happened. She definitely <laughs> did not find it in her room. And then going to hang it up and, and put it back in my She's closet. She's a teenager. She have to not a, and she wouldn't have hung it up. No. Okay. So, yeah. So I was like, <laughs> oh, I know where this is going. So I go downstairs do everything, wait for her to come downstairs. And she's like, you know, doing the whole teenage thing. Does help it look okay? Yeah, you look great. And she goes, where'd you get, where'd you find that hoodie? And so like, it was definitely not her. And I was like, oh, you found it, right? You put it in the closet. And she was like, no. And then we both look at each other. And did you just go Faye at the same time? Because last night, uh -huh. she came to me and, and she was like, hey, listen, yeah. you need to, you need to be on alert for the F-A-E because this is when... I like that she spelled it without even saying it. Yeah, yeah. Smart. Because this is when, like, I can feel all that that energy is... And I was like, what do you mean? Like, this time of day or this yeah. time of year? Yeah. And she was like, no, this time of year. Equinox, autumn equinox. Yeah. So sense. I was like... See our episode on Faye. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so, I mean, and there's very different definitions of Faye. It's not yeah. like Tinkerbell, like, if you're... New no. year. That's not what we're talking about. It's just energy. Yeah. Um, she said that to me last night. And then the next day. And so I was like, nice and I was like, be careful. Because mm -hmm. you know, some of us have trouble with boundaries. So it's like, if you feel this yeah. coming on, like you need to set some solid boundaries right now. And she's like, I did. Yeah. I said, Smart. okay. And then the sweater is literally just this, literally sitting on my shelf. I love it. So it, because you respected them though. Exactly. It was a respect of the Fae. Exactly. And you were like, oh, and she Held was like, I feel it and we need to have a boundary. And they're like, all right, we have to give it back now. So, you know, I'm a mom. I was like, so she, she it was said like it. a Fae teaching moment. So I was like, remember what I said about boundaries? Looks like you did a good job setting them. And she was like, I did. That's amazing. And this is the prize. And this, this is, is the prize is that you get it. If you aren't, if you don't see us on YouTube, we're watching a clip on social media. Jamie is in ginormous. a awesome oversized gray hoodie that says University of Vermont on it. University of Vermont, if you want to sponsor us, let us know. <laughs> Probably not on this. If you want to send a bunch more sweatshirts to start <laughs> But I, I just think it's so important. I think people think, especially of like Faye energy or something, that like you have to 
like mm-hmm. bow down to them and all this. And it's like no. the complete opposite. Mm-hmm. You need to actually hold very good, respectful boundaries. Respect, respect, yeah. respect. So if there's something missing. Respect for them, but also respect for you. Exactly. Like she has finally learned yeah. that she has to like demand respect for her own energy. Good. Right. I, I think a there's a lot there. of people who need to right. learn that. Yeah. Um, so we get our hoodie back. So if you're missing something, try setting some good, listen to our Faye episode. There's lots yeah. of good tips, but like mm-hmm. try setting some good boundaries and just saying like, I'm, I need, I need that back. Yeah. All right. So let's talk about these different sort of levels of problems here. Yeah. There's the obvious. We're going to, we're yeah. going to discuss some of that, mm-hmm. but what I think is more dangerous yeah. is the subtle or when somebody has a really large following and has a lot of success in this business, you don't really have a good excuse to not have corrected a mistake. So yeah. I'm going to call out somebody and they're actually somebody I like. Yeah. So I, I'm not mad at them. I just hope that they listen to this and maybe like do something about it. Do better. Yeah. Okay. So I'm going to read you Rebecca Campbell's definition of a star seed. Mm-hmm. So Rebecca Campbell is in the woohoo space. She's an author. She oh, has amazing meditations and card decks. We're both fans. And whoever does her like the art, yes, and her branding, yes, it crushes it. It's gorgeous. I mean, I really think we. I know a lot of people who try and fail to copy it. Yes, and well, yeah. I mean, it is that like that thing we talk about. Like, it yeah. is sort of one of the. The aesthetics, the trendy aesthetics, that fall yeah. But she originated it. I she, think. I mean, I all think the she credit. really did. Yeah, I mean, she and she pulls it off like really well, really authentically. And usually, her stuff is very well researched. Mm-hmm. Like, I, she has a lot of stuff on like the Magdalens. You yeah. could do an episode on that sometime if people True. are interested. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm reading this and I'm looking and I'm like, this is well researched. Mm-hmm. But she and she. Does a lot with like the term light worker. That's part of her branding, yes. which is also a little on the line of a term. Yeah, but she's been doing that for so long. Yes, and I think that that I think light worker is one of those words that have been like taken and twisted and like yes, it's sunny. sort of like calling yourself a psychic or something, right? Yeah. Like it's the term has been kidnapped. Right, right. I don't have a problem with any of that stuff, Mm-mm. but she has a lot of stuff about star seeds mm-hmm. and Atlantis. And she has card decks in particular that she sells that have these cards in them. I didn't know that. I had her um, work your light deck, mm. and one of the cards was Starseed. Yes. And then when we were talking about it, I looked into it. She has a whole entire deck that's called the Starseed deck. Yes. That's different. Yes. So, and this is not new. It's not like this just came out. No. She's had, I don't know how old it is, but it's probably more than five or six years old. Yeah, pre- at least a couple years old. Yeah. yeah, okay. So maybe at the time she tried to research and couldn't find anything. Mm-hmm. Well, you had a hard time finding things. Yeah, but by now, right. especially after what happened January 6th, we'll get to why we're going to talk about that, um, you should know the history of the term starseed in referring to Atlantis. Well, and, and listen, if you're... I have to call a little bit of bullshit, not okay. on Rebecca Campbell, but right. on anybody. Like, <laughs> if you're in this whatever community, whatever yeah. we call it, industry, right. if you're even on social media yeah. in this type of vibe, yep. you're going to hear something about Starseeds, and you're probably going to hear someone critiquing it and calling it out. Yeah. It's going to come through your feed. Right. You're going to hear someone saying... Like the conspirituality um, podcast, yep. like they've called it out. So many people have been like, "Hey, this is dangerous." Hey, yes. this is white supremacy. Yeah, you can't tell me in the year of our Lord Taylor Swift, twenty twenty three, right? The year of the Barbie movie, right? That you have not heard some criticism, yeah, of the of this concept. Yeah. You and, may have heard it in passing and you're like, I don't know what the hell a starseed is, so it didn't even register. Right. But you, you've you definitely heard someone critiquing it. Yes. Uh, maybe it's Not us. writing articles that, like, you found about it. Clearly no one's doing that. Clearly right. no one's like, like, we're not in academia yet. Right. But, like, 
But we should be. We should be. And people are absolutely talking about it. And if you have something that you sell Mm -hmm. and you teach that is, you find out is connected to a word, like a, a, like we're going to talk about how she uses the term. It's different, but like that is connected to white supremacy. Correct. Then it is your responsibility. She's a white woman. It is your responsibility to fix it, to adjust it, to address it. Address it. it. Just address it. Because you should be listening to the non-white women Mm -hmm. who are the ones I see talking about it the most. Mm -hmm. That's a problem. That's not okay. We can't just let – we can't just not listen and we can't just let them have to carry the burden of that. That's not fair. And you can't keep making money off of it. No. Exactly. Ah. Okay. Yeah. Deep breaths. (laughs) So – the thing that where it gets murky with someone like her is like, let me tell you her definition. Mm-hmm. This is from her website. Right. So when she's talking about star seed, she says the term encapsulates the idea that there's a seed or essence within these individuals that hails from the stars. This seed carries memories, wisdom, and a unique purpose that often drives star seeds to seek knowledge, spiritual growth, and a deeper understanding of their place in the universe. Okay. She is not using it in the white supremacy way. And she's also not calling anyone an alien. No. But she's close enough. Yeah. She's dancing around it. She is certainly dancing around it. And I think a lot of people use this sort of definition of a starseed when they identify as that. Yeah. It's like the gateway idea. It's like the gateway definition. It's the pretty one. I'll start here. This feels safe. It doesn't feel too weird. Yeah. You know, but then if you keep sliding down that yes pipeline yes as you're gonna get to yeah it gets more explicit it gets and it gets stranger and it gets scarier and it gets way more dangerous yes so is does rebecca campbell need to like be how her feet held to the fire no i I, no Mm -hmm. is she making a mistake Yeah. yeah like you have to be responsible here you have to be going like i'm gonna fix this do I have hope that she will? Yeah. Do I understand that she's trying to use this term differently and that she didn't make it up? Like right. this was going on long before she just grabbed a, a version of it and put it out. And in anything I have ever seen of hers, there isn't bad intention. It is truly to help people and to help people connect and right. understand stuff. So it's, it becomes hard for people because they hear us criticizing it or criticizing her and they're like, oh, come on. Yes. That's definitely going to happen when yeah. people are listening. Right. And I, I listen, I, I get that. Yeah. I really do. There's many times where people criticize someone that, especially that I like, where I don't want to hear it. Right. I, I'm not <laughs> interested in it. Right? Yes, right. Like a celebrity or whatever, yeah. a teacher. Mm-hmm. But you have to work past that. And listen, you don't have to accept it. You can disagree. But like you do have to listen. Yeah. Because, yes, you can use Starseed like this. But like there are other people using it in a very bad way. So, like, you've got to at least address that. Well, and also, like, if you're feeling yourself being hyper-defensive about someone or something, yeah, I've had to teach myself that that's something that I need to look into. Like, if I'm instantly defensive of something, Mm -hmm. that's a red flag for me. That I'm, like, sort of, like, it's that, like, black and white thinking. Yes. Right? Like, there's no room for criticism. There's no room for analysis here. That's a problem. What have I connected to in myself to this idea or right. this person or or whatever that right. like it feels like it's being questioned right because i don't actually know this person like no, you're you know taking, what i'm saying you're like taking it really personally yes right and listen you can disagree with someone without being a 10 rage level yeah or like, everything's right. an argument like talk about it right like let's talk about this let's if you are hearing this and you're you're like i want to defend rebecca campbell maybe you are rebecca campbell Right. Like, what do you like? Let's talk about it. I don't want to, I don't want to yell in your face. No, I would love to sit down and talk to you about it. I would love to hear what you think about it or maybe what you research and what you feel. Mm -hmm. These are conversations we need to be having. Correct. Do I want to have a conversation with someone promoting white supremacy about it? No, I do not. Right. Do I want to have a a conversation about this particular element of promoting it? Yes. I I think that that's what we need to do. We can't be so polarized. Right. So, gotcha. I agree. 
I just think we need to correct it. And yes, you could be talking about Atlantis stuff because you love the Greek mythology of Atlantis, but you can't not acknowledge that there's a problem going on with people promoting Atlantis stuff. If you want to talk about the actual Greek mythology that Plato wrote, right? fine, but do your research and also address that there is an element of this being used and has been being used in history connected to white supremacy. And if you do love Atlantis or any other theory... That should make you mad. It should make you furious. You should furious. want to talk about it. You should want to talk about how people are are appropriating yeah. this Greek mythology or these old stories and yes. using them for white supremacy. That should piss you off and you should want to talk about it and fix it. If you are like of the Greek culture, maybe you live in Greece, mm-hmm. I would love you to tell me what you think of when people do stuff like this. Because mm-hmm. it must it it must feel similar to when people take witchy stuff and just use it in right. a complete incorrect wrong way right like it's frustrating because that these stories were used to help people at one point correct so it, it's kidnapping and then it's appropriating and it, it's it's yep. it's it's not good no i would love to learn more just to clarify starseed was never connected to atlantis originally that was added later so right keep that in mind yeah okay so there's the Rebecca Campbells of yeah. the world using it. But then there's also the blatantly out there white supremacists using it. Mm-hmm. And the, I don't want to give this guy any more attention. I really don't. But I'm going to – he's a perfect example. So the Q oh, yeah. shaman guy from the January 6th attacks, mm-hmm. he – He was the guy with the the horns. Yes. And the face paint and they had no shirt. Yeah. yeah. You're picturing – what you're picturing is him. Yeah. Yeah. That guy. January 6th. Yes. He ran something called the Star Seed Academy. Heather, Jamie, (laughs) why are you always talking about white supremacy? Because the guy running the Star Seed Academy Mm -hmm. is involved in a coup to take over the government, storming the fucking castle, storming the capital. Yeah. They're connected. Yes. Exactly. Now, a couple of things to this. First, he's not the only one. No. There's a t- there's so many people promoting the Starseed stuff who are also promoting white supremacy and using it for that reason. Yes. There are dangerous cult leaders. They are like this is it's a pretty way to say that you think you're better than everybody. Yes, and Listen. I will explain why that's true. I, I right. promise. Like hang in. But like He's not the only guy. And that's not what Rebecca Campbell's doing. No, there's a huge so difference. That's what we're talking about, like, the, the, the spectrum of this. Yes. It's yes. so varied yeah. and wide. Like, yeah. But this guy is literally, like, these guys, they'll take any story, any narrative they can take mm-hmm. to put themselves above everybody else. I'm better than this government. Yep. I know better than this, this voting system. Yep. I'm going to take over. Yeah. And if it takes a story about being an alien starseed to like give you the gumption to do it, then right. they'll take it. Yeah. So for all of you, I watched many videos from his Starseed Academy or him being interviewed. Uh, bless it. Yeah. So this Good might be you. also why I couldn't <laughs> sleep last night. Exactly. And it is the kind of I'm not gonna play them because I I, I can't. No, I can't. No, no, we're not promoting him. At all. No. If you would like to go look it up for yourself, go ahead. I will just warn you that you'll probably be flagged. And some FBI. I'm sh- I mean, I'm or I have to already be, but right. if not, that probably sealed the deal. <laughs> um, he talks about like so many different spiritual concepts in the way of a cult leader, which is like not really factual, but you've including enough stuff and you Mm -hmm. sort of swirl around so no one can really understand what you're talking about. And he promotes this idea that he's an alien being and like he's a higher being and he gets these downloads. So then you have this Messiah complex going on, which is rampant in this business. Mm -hmm. Okay. In this country. In this country. People are susceptible to that. So you combine like narcissism Mm -hmm. with these kinds of concepts and we're going to get more into the psychology of what happens. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't know. It it gives me a stomach ache, but like, well, I'll get into it. I don't want to skip too far ahead, okay. but it's called megalomania. Yes. So we're going to talk about that and why people are so incredibly susceptible to that in this 
culture and other cultures. But you combine these things and you combine this sort of like what you said, wild west, lawless land of this Mm -hmm. stuff and people believe it because someone talks in this this one right way with enough charisma that people are like, oh, okay. Yeah. Like when I said the Q Shaman guy, that you 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 pictured him. You knew who he was. And if I say picture someone from the January 6th attacks, it's probably him. Yep. He's definitely one of them. Because he knows how to stand out and he's charismatic, even as a bad guy. You're like, ugh, right? But you remember him. That's dangerous. So he's he's doing that like fast talk around the thing. Very much reminds me of how Teal Swan talks. Hmm. See our episode on Teal Swan? Yeah. Of like, I'm going to say enough that you kind of understand what I talk about, what I'm talking about, but then I'm going to make myself sound smart by muddying the water and you don't know what I'm talking about to like kind of intimidate you. He does that. And it's odd and weird and nothing he says makes sense. And he, he like contradicts himself with like, it's all, but people buy it. Yep. So also the hashtag starseed on TikTok has over 1 billion views like people looking up and clicking on anything that has hashtag starseed so is some of it starseed academy q shaman guy i'm purposely not saying his real name because i won't do that you know what i mean like is it is it yes yeah yeah and is some of it rebecca campbell-esque stuff yes yeah and that's all a problem and so when you love rebecca campbell's content and so then you decide to follow starseed yeah you're then getting in your feed all of his stuff too. You're, but you it's then quickly like yes. you're getting now the whole spectrum and the algorithm's going to test, Oh, what do they like? Do they like this extreme stuff? And then you start getting pulled down the pipeline. That's how you get pulled down. They give you a little bit more. It's a little bit more radicalized. And let's talk about why that pull down the pipeline works. Okay. Because one of the things that I don't think people really understand and it's not something that i'm going to say and you're going to be like oh that's new information what Mm -hmm. a crazy concept but i don't really think people think about it right Mm -hmm. and that is that your brain is wired to do something to make itself feel good all the time right i'm not talking about your ego i'm not talking about your intuition i'll add that in a second i'm talking about like the mechanical chemical parts of your brain right this is where addiction is too right and i'm oversimplifying how i'm explaining this but just for the purpose of this right so you want a hit of what feels good okay so the reason that you can't put your phone down while you watch tv is because your brain likes the dopamine the way too much dopamine yes so when you put it down even if you're into the show your brain's like pick your phone back up pick your phone back up not because that's what your brain knows is good for you but because your brain is seeking to feel good right and if you it's very easy to interrupt this cycle, not of addiction, but of like your phone or something. Right. You can start to interrupt it by being like, I don't need that hit. Like, yeah. I'm not looking to feel good. I'm looking to be good. Right. 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 And I'm, this, this isn't, there's something wrong with being on your phone while you watch TV. No. But if it's making it so you can't sleep or you actually right. don't want to be on, you want to be just watching TV. Like right. you want to put your phone down, then it's a problem. Yeah. So if you realize that your brain is doing that because it's just looking for that dopamine, you can seek it out in other ways. You can be like, I'm going to put my phone down for 10 minutes then I'll pick it back up. Brain. Like you can start to take right. your power back about it. Does yeah. that make sense? Mm-hmm. So when you start to go like, I'm really into this concept of being an alien Mm-hmm. and a higher being and like mm-hmm. that's why i have all these problems your brain loves that shit right that feels good yeah and if you are someone who enjoys avoidance if or i don't think you would i don't think anyone enjoys avoidance if avoidance is one of your drugs of choice yeah one of the ways you deal with fear then you're going to extra love this kind of thing right like your brain is just like wired for this because it's a great way to avoid finding the root cause of anything right addressing stuff and accepting things about yourself and who you are yeah so you're literally wired to be sucked into this shit do you know what i'm saying like yep is the difference between your brain saying this feels good Mm -hmm. and you desiring something good point your intuition is you desiring a feeling right your brain going like have more alcohol, drink 87 cups of coffee, like whatever right. is different than desire. Yeah. And so people get this mixed up mm-hmm. and people take advantage of this fine line between the two. If you're right. not really in tune with your own intuition, you might not know the difference. Right. 
and they suck you in using yeah. it. Definitely. Does this feel good to hear? Does this? Yeah. Right. Oh, nothing's my fault because I'm an alien. Great. And listen, I felt like an alien my whole life. This shit works because like when you're talking yeah. to people, especially highly intuitive, highly empathic people who are the targets of this. Yes. We don't feel like we fit in. Correct. We do feel like aliens. Right. So it it's perfect. It's like a perfect like trick to suck us in. Well, and there's also no evidence. It's a perfect setup because you can't like prove that there are aliens or life on another planet or you can't show them Atlantis. Right. So it's just it feeds into that like, well, I'm different. Like I know more. This is why. This is above you, but like, you know what I mean? Yeah, and this this is why everything's so hard for me. Right. Everything is so hard for all of us. And if anyone is acting like it's easy for them, that's right. the huge red flag, to be yeah, honest with you. exactly. I mean, I, I just also want to add that, like we were talking about before, where you're kind of getting it from all directions, yeah. the evangelical church... Mm -hmm says that the star seed stuff is the devil masquerading. Okay. So they hate the star seed stuff. And I really never thought I would agree with the evangelical church because they're, they're saying it's the new age, like think the Dorian virtue people who are like anyone saying star seed mm. is the devil masquerading, right? Okay. Like they love that kind of yeah. shit. So then you have, well, it just takes power away from them. Like yeah. now there's not like a God in the sky that you have to pray to, but there's like, Aliens on another Alien planet. Demons. It's like it's like competitive. Yeah, exactly. So then what happens when that sort of gets mixed in, right, is that people dig their heels in because they're like the no. evangelical church says this is right. I'm gonna do it more. Right. Which I get. Right. I have yeah, that rebellious same. thing about me too. I get it. Right. But if you don't actually know, yeah. you are gonna make a mistake here. Mm -hmm. And Listen, calling in this kind of energy that is so swampy, mm -hmm. I don't care if you're trying to use it in a really nice love and light only way. Yeah. I mean, we both know that's not actually nice. No. But if you're trying to use it in more of a Rebecca right. Campbell way, you're still calling in yeah. shitty swampy energy. Yeah. It doesn't matter if that's not your definition. Exactly. It's like if I was like, um, I'm going to use the term Nazi, but I'm going to use it different. I'm going to use the swastika as my emblem but i'm gonna right. use it as the original pagan one right i don't need it as that and i think that that's okay and i don't care that it hurts people no because right. i'm not meaning it that way right you can't there's no line to draw there that doesn't make any sense right so i'm not into that right okay i have the breakdown for you mm -hmm. of how this has like fallen yep from history at the start of Plato right, at the timeline into current. Right. But I think we're almost at an hour <laughs> and I think I should come back for a part two and we can discuss this because all of this is important and I, I don't want to like rush through or cut something down. I, I want you to think about what I've already said. Yeah. Have a week to digest it. And then when we come back in the next week, you can be ready to hear like where this is like, you now know why it's so important to know this. Right. So now we're going to tell you what you need to know. Okay. And we're going to discuss that. Sounds what do you think? Great. All right. Great. I need a lot of coffee. <sighs> Definitely. Okay, let's go. Hey, everyone. Heather and I have an ask for you. If you love this episode or if you love the IGG, can you do us a favor? We need you to go on to whatever platform you listen on and download, subscribe, like, love, whatever it's asking you to do. Can you go do those things for us on the platforms that you listen on? It would mean so much to us. Thanks for listening to our episode. For a way to get in touch with us, please visit our website, intuitivegirlsguide.com. We love hearing your feedback on our episodes.